Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. We are excited to be here, 27 minutes past the hour on this hump day edition, as we are preparing for the beautiful grounds of Augusta National. It won't be nearly as colorful as last year's event as it took place in the fall with some leaves changing and whatnot colors but certainly going to be worth watching and paying attention so and it threatens to be wet could be could be um weather should be interesting um but to give us a little bit of insight on what we can expect at the Masters, we have Director of Golf at Ensworth School, Mr. Virgil Herring on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Virgil, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on, gentlemen. How are we doing today? We're doing well, Virgil. Appreciate you taking a little time with us. Um, wanted to ask you because clearly you are the most knowledgeable of anybody with a mic right now on this but um before i ask you who you like uh, there's a 60 percent chance of rain on friday and a 70 percent chance on saturday in augusta according to my phone uh what impact would you expect that to have on whoever you think has the best shot at this thing well if it's wet and it like it's a substantial amount of rain the players who can carry the ball the longest have a huge advantage because there won't be any roll. And the people who then who do hit the ball the longest, and as long as it's in play, of course, we're dealing with professionals, so most of them will be in play. They'll be able to come in with uh, irons that are coming in very high, and they'll stop quickly. And that'll also be benefited by wet greens. Now, they do have the sub-air system, which can suck the water right out of the greens. But even if they do, all things being equal, the player who's hitting nine iron has a gigantic advantage over the player hitting six iron just due to the average proximity to the hole that they would hit it uh, with that club. So well, the wetter it gets, the, obviously the, the tee shots, even if they're errant, sit down quicker. So the, the longer player has a distinct advantage when it's wet just because of the distance. The, the carry distance issue that makes a big difference in how close they can hit to the hole. 
So this benefits DeChambeau then? Uh, well, the, the difference between DeChambeau and, let's say, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepko, or DJ is that historically, and it can change, and certainly DeChambeau has demonstrated that he can, just not consistently, he is not the greatest iron player. And Augusta National requires ridiculous precision of yardage to certain areas to be able to keep it close to the hole. Now, he's obviously, no, we're not discounting the fact that DeChambeau can, but he certainly didn't even come close to doing it in November. And he can say that he was sick, but he also has demonstrated that he really dominates the par fives and he really has a huge advantage when there's high rough because of his strength and how he swings. And that's very technical. But just understanding that the, how the angle of the golf club comes into the ground, his is more vertical than almost everybody. So he has a huge advantage out of the rough. But there's essentially no real rough at Augusta National. So I would ref, I would say that I'd be more apt to be concerned about Justin Thomas and DJ because they are unbelievably precise with their iron play and they hit the ball, you know, relatively close to as far as Bryson does, unless Bryson like absolutely one hundred percent one, then he hits it thirty five yards. But you can't predict that he's going to do that for four straight days. He might do it once a day. But to consider that, I, I would. That's why I say he, everything has to go right for Bryson to win, in my opinion, because of his iron play is not nearly as precise as JT and, and D- Dustin Johnson. When, I mean, when you're talking about the folks who we need to pay attention to, obviously Dustin Johnson, like you said, is world's number one reigning champion, um, but. In the most recent PGA outing, there was a a streak that ended, and Jordan Spieth now, once again, being in talks for uh, for a potential Masters championship again. Well, I think that he's definitely one of the favorites. He's one of my top two selections. Now, it's hard to win back to back. I mean, it's so mentally and emotionally exhausting to win a PGA Tour event, let alone being a former number one player who was, even in his own head, was starting to wonder if he was ever going to come back again. The emotion of that victory, I call it a a professional crossroads. Is that emotion going to continue to fuel him, or is it like a sigh of relief and there's a fraction of a letdown because, okay, I'm, I'm back. But the golf course sets up so well for him, and I will throw in the Augusta National effect. If you can't get excited to play Augusta National, you've got a big problem. So I expect him to be in the mix. I won't be surprised at all if he wins. And it's because his game suits him. He's a very good iron player. I think he's underrated as as an iron player. But he is definitely not underrated as a wedge, a chipper, pitcher, and putter of the ball. He might be... He's top five all time, and he might be the very best in the world right now at it. So if he drives the golf ball any kind of good, and he has a, just an average iron week, he's going to be in it with five holes to play. You can bank on that. Well, I, I certainly think that's that's what we or that's what I expect. I expected to see you know Jordan Spieth, Rory, uh, Dustin Johnson, etc. 
the only two people that I'm that that I'm really concerned about uh, personally is um, Justin Thomas, former uh, Alabama um, golfer, and it, any chance that he has uh, the opportunity to finish in the top ten, maybe win this thing. Oh, I think he's, he's the other person that I'm looking at. I think that J- Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth are the two in my in my picture, like the two people that I expect to be duking out at the end. Now, there's a host of spectacular players that can win it for sure. I think if Brooks Kepka's knee is in good shape, Brooks Kepka's in that mix. And I, I I've been talking about this a lot lately. When people are playing for something bigger than themselves. They are very dangerous. John Rahm just had his first child. You can't believe how many people win their first or second event after their first child is born because it is such a life-changing event. John Rahm is possibly the best player in the world who hasn't won a major. And it seems to me that he could be a very dangerous player this week because He's noted for having a hot temper, and he can. And the golf course itself can make you kind of lose your mind because good shots can go bad in a hurry. But he'll have a different level of purpose while he's out there for the first time in his life. And I expect him to be dangerous. The person that I don't feel is a threat is Rory, and he's my favorite golfer in the world. But his swing and mine are in massive disarray because he's not hitting it anywhere close to what he's looking at. And it's too early in a swing change or a swing coach for me to believe that he is even, I don't know, I'm, I'm not convinced that he's even going to make the cut, but obviously it would be my favorite thing to hear Roy McIlroy win, complete the career grand slam, per, per, certainly cement him into the top six or seven players I've ever played the game, which is what I hope that one day he deservedly gets. But this year just doesn't seem to fit my eyeball for him. The only thing that could make me change my mind is the fact that his expectations and the pressure that he's putting on himself to complete the Grand Slam will be diminished so much because of how poorly he has been hitting it that he actually just plays golf and could actually do it. But I, I'm so concerned about how well how he's driving the golf ball. His wedge play is embarrassingly bad for a professional at this point. Wow. Um, we are speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Virgil Herring, Director of Golf at the Innsworth School. And... Um, the best golf expert that I can get a hold of, but um, certainly love to listen to him, um, love his insight. And Virgil, you know, love him or hate him, Tiger Woods moves the needle. Uh, the fact that he's not available for this field, what do you think that does to the interest level this week? Well, let's, let's first start. Every single day, I have two people to thank for my job. One is David Ledbetter because he invented the teaching position, and the other is Tiger Woods because he elevated every every part of the game to a point that could be studied, and his greatness is unparalleled. So every day I wake up thanking both of those gentlemen for my job because I'm able to do something that I love to do and get paid to do it. Tiger Woods missing the Masters, it's not the first time he's missed the Masters, and the Masters... Uh, is possibly the only event that can withstand the loss of Tiger, not really lose viewership, 
or importance, but the players recognize it. And after the the most magnificent victory, the greatest comeback in, in the history of sport, in my opinion, with his victory in 2019, just the mere fact that he could have won another major tying Jack's record for the six Masters, breaking Sam Snead's record for the most victories of all time, and what could have been another epically magical moment is missed. Uh, so the the player is missing. He'll definitely be missed, and it might add it might detract point five off the ratings. But at the end of the day, what we're really missing is the iconic. Uh, greatness, the virtuoso, the artistry of the greatest golfer that's ever lived. And I don't mean that Jack Nicholas isn't the greatest champion because he holds the most records, but nobody's ever played the game like Tiger played it. And to know that at any given week, he could still put it together and what it would mean to the history books, what it would mean to him and what it would mean to golf, it's a big loss. But at the end of the day, I'm more concerned about the fact that He's severely injured. Uh, the injuries, from what I understand from the doctors that I've talked to, there's a bone in his ankle that was completely destroyed, uh, almost crushed into hundreds of pieces. And it's a very important bone for the mobility of the foot. And that might be the ultimate of the difficulties for him coming back on top of the fact that they had to cut through his entire leg muscles to reduce the swelling because it was actually acting as a tourniquet and cutting off a circulation to the point where they were concerned about having to amputate his leg. Um, that's a big deal. And I don't know if we'll ever see Tiger play again. So it's, in some ways, it's beautiful that our one of our last memories of him is the greatest comeback of all time and one of the most beautiful stories of redemption that there's ever been. But we'll also be cheated out of the possibilities of all of the, the last possible things that we could have seen from the greatest player of all time. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm going to try to lighten the mood a little because that's and it's it. You're right. It's heartbreaking because there are so many things we could have seen and probably would have seen over the next ten, fifteen years from Tiger. So, <clears throat> coming off of the Baylor Men's Basketball Championship, Jackson Moffitt's mullet <clears throat> has made some headlines. And I'm curious if uh, mullet man Cameron Smith might uh, might take some of that magic and uh, take his mullet and win the Masters. Could you imagine a guy with a mullet winning the Masters, Virgil? We need a mullet and the cheesy stash on top. You know, I mean, he got the cheesy stash. <laughs> he got the Timmy too, stash know? and the Jackson Moffat mullet. <laughs> Brutal. I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, here's how I look at a player like Cameron Smith. And this is what makes golf so interesting and what I try to help people pass pass on when it comes to understanding what we're getting ready to see. The Masters to nearly everybody is the most important victory of their life. The weight of victory weighs on their on most people's psyches because most people are human enough to recognize that they're getting close to achieving a lifetime goal. And when they look up in what I call the rearview mirror, it takes them out of the moment. Not many people are able to keep their head down until they cross the finish line. If Cameron Smith wins, it will be because he finishes five groups ahead of the leaders and shoots 65. He will not win in the final group with DJ, Kepka, Spieth, JT, Rory, Cantlay, any one of these big players. 
that have a great track record there. He is not winning with them in their group. But he could win if he's three shots back going into the final days, five groups ahead, of, and he gets to sit and watch other people have to navigate his score. Yes. I do not see him winning outright and just like strangling it away from the elite of the elite who have proven time and time again to be able to close it on the big moment. But he would look good. That mullet stash <laughs> with a green jacket. Dear Lord. That would be, that, that would be, next thing, you know, next thing you know, we'll have to have a soundtrack. It'd be like Poison and Cheap Trick via the soundtrack for the Masters victory. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. <laughs> would, there's, there's an image right there. There's, 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 an, there's an image, the mullet, the mustache, and the green jacket. Yeah. Vir, Virgil Herring, director of golf at the Ensworth School, um, sharing some insight as we get ready for, for the Masters beginning tomorrow. Um, Virgil, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Well, it's been an honor to be on your show. Thank you very much for all the kind words, and I look forward to coming on anytime you ask me. Thank you, sir. That was um, Have a great have a great day. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. That's Virgil Herring um, here with us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Talking to Little Masters. It's that time of year, Chris. When he meant, when he mentioned John Rom, you know, and playing for something bigger than yourself, I was thinking, hey, maybe we should clean up Chris's clubs. <laughs> yeah. So, funny story. I went to Top Golf on Sunday. Uh, did not did not score well. Shot well. Um, but there are certain bays at Top Golf that you can't score from, and one of them is the far right end bay on the first level. That's where I was at. So, in order to hit the way that it's set up, you have to like position your body in an awkward manner and the wall is right here <laughs> so like it doesn't really work out really well uh but I, I hit the ball really well i just it didn't go into the targets as often as i would have uh so liked. you so you were dechambeau then well, i i was i was knocking the crap out of it It just wasn't going where i wanted it to go like i said <laughs> exactly what i was so i don't i i mean i don't play golf i've never actually been on a golf course and tried to play a game of golf i have been on a golf course and actually tried to play a game of golf just one. i shouldn't have been a good walk spoiled huh yeah i've got clubs <laughs> people ask me all the time do you play golf i said not very often not very well <laughs> so, i think in order to play well you have to have play, to play often. often that's it yeah that's it that's it really is yeah. Always called it when I go when I go get to go play and stuff like that. We just call it the Great Easter Egg Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you got a bucket of balls. That's with right. You. Uh, Here's my thing: if if I can't be good at it, I don't want to. Do I don't want to do it. And I so, need to be good pretty quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It the the learning curve needs to be really short, and I've not found the person that could teach me that quickly. Yeah. So yeah, for for years, the way I kept score was. If I found more balls than I lost, <laughs> that I was good. So. <laughs> man, I got to go with a sleeve and hope uh, to have one to finish. Yeah, oh, so. man, that's rough. All right. When we come back, we're going to give you Wild and Wacky Wednesday right here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All the weirdest and wildest news from across the world. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee. Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Uh, how close are we, Mo? We're, We're on. on. We're on. We're on the air. That's how close we are. That's that's pretty close. <laughs> it's as close as it's going to get. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, it's Wild and Wacky Wednesday, brought to you by our friends at JJ's Barbecue, and we are so excited uh, to bring you the weirdest and wildest news from across the world. Here. So much excitement. So much excitement. Um, guys, I, y'all know I DJ weddings. Like, it's a thing I do. I've heard. Um, I would have had to take a break at this wedding in China last week. Now, the sourcing on this is sketchy at best. So whether or not this is true, I don't know. But it would be really hard to make this up. A couple was getting married in China, and during the wedding, the groom's mother recognized a unique birthmark on the bride's hand for the first time. The groom's mother then asked the bride if she was adopted. The bride and her family were surprised because, well, that was a secret. You know where I'm going with this? I think I do. Well, it turns out the groom's mother knew because it was her long-lost daughter. Ouch. Mm. So... There will be no wedding today. <laughs> there were a lot of tears, joyful reunions, but it did create a pretty serious problem because now the bride is going to marry her brother. But... Here's the kicker. It turns out the groom also adopted, so there's no blood relation. And since they're not biologically related, they just went ahead with the wedding. That, that's, I, I'll, I'll refrain from saying what I started to say. So, <laughs> I mean, I just wonder how how bad it messed up the something about chart. yeast. I just want to, I wonder how bad it messed up the seating chart at the reception. Yeah, the family yeah. of the bride and the family yeah, of the groom. Like and that gives a whole new meaning to pick a seat, not a side, because you're loved by both the groom and bride. Oh. 
that's a, that is uh well that's something right there i i, I don't know if i, I would have had to take a break i'd have been like you know what I, I think we might just need to shut down Wild and Wacky Wednesday right here. That might be it. I, I don't know if you're going to come up with anything close to that for the rest of this segment. I, you're probably right. You're probably right. Um, so, remember we had the the issue with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> it hasn't gotten any better. Oh, goodness. A six, More shrimp tails? A six-year-old in Elmo, Montana, was eating a bag of flaming Hot Cheetos, and he found something a little bit different than a flaming Hot Cheeto, although what he found is, let's just say, it could be hot. Um, a bullet. A bullet in the bag of flaming Hot Cheetos. Uh... I don't know if it was... a new meaning to bite the bullet, huh? (laughs) Nailed it. Uh, Frito-Lay says, quote, this situation is highly unusual and troubling. We've already taken... Highly unusual? (laughs) Let's hope. (laughs) I really just don't know. Listen... All I'm saying is... How did it make it through the oven? <laughs> this is incredible. Um, it had grooves in it. So I, it doesn't appear to have been a new bullet. It appears to have been a, a used, used bullet. bullet. <laughs> it's um, highly unusual. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's not true. Or not untrue. Um, boy, I'm that's... done. So you took me seriously when I said you couldn't top the Chinese wedding. <laughs> hold my hold my beer. It's National Beer Day. It is today. is National Beer Day. In case oh, you weren't aware, oh, we'll be celebrating that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, so. A guy in Florida was in jail last month, and he was getting out on bond. So what did he do? He took one of the webcams off the computers at the police station and took it with him. And so on Thursday, he was arrested again for theft. Florida man. Florida man. Yeah. Enough said. Uh, I did see a video yesterday of a limousine in Florida hauling a bass boat. A bass boat. <laughs> What's your point? Well, and you know, that's what's so funny is that this lady was like, this is why we get made fun of. And I'm like, no, that's genius. You can take all of your friends in one single ride. Yeah, they don't have to meet you at the dock. You can just pick them up and go. I oh. mean, and think of if you rent a driver, you just get somebody to drive it for you. That's a party. That's a party party. Uh, mm. Catch a few fish on the side, you know. That's, that's even better. Uh, see, and that's the thing. It's, it's a bass boat. It's not really like a party boat. Although every boat's a party boat if you that's try hard it. enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every bar's a karaoke bar if you really want it to be. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, mm. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I, Florida man, Florida man, it's always fun. Um, April Fools, as we talked about uh, <laughs> last week. Last week, some people just don't understand it. They just don't get it. Uh, a 57-year-old woman in Ohio thought that an April Fool's joke on her sister would be hilarious, telling her there was an active shooter at her job. So, of course, she was arrested for saying fire in a crowded theater, basically. Um, I, I don't know. I, that's not really wild. It's just dumb. Don't do dumb stuff like that. That's ridiculous. Um I don't know. I, not a lot. Uh, not a lot left. But I do want one one more thing before we get uh, before we get out of here. We don't do politics on this show, but I do want to mention this one thing. I, as most of you know, I am a limited government person, but I'm not a conservative Republican. I'm very for limited government, and this is the reason why. <laughs> the entire point of escalators is that they do the walking for you. So why do some people feel the need to walk up the elevator, the escalator, right? Well, in Tokyo, Japan, you are now banned from walking on escalators. If you're on an escalator and you walk it, it is a fine, a ticket to walk up escalators. Seems a little much. Seems a little much. This is a little ridiculous. But hey, whatever. Um, That does remind me of my favorite Mitch Hedberg joke. Mm -mm. An escalator can never be broken. It can only become stairs. You'll never see a sign that says escalator out of service. It'll just say escalator temporarily stairs. Sorry for the convenience. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's Wild and Wacky Wednesday brought to you by our friends at JJ's Barbecue. Make sure to go check them out at uh, 900 Hatcher Lane in Columbia. Great folks over there, Julie and Destiny and all of the gang. We do love them very much and their barbecue. We are one minute away. What you got? And before we go, goodbye, Keon Johnson. Thanks for your service at the University of Tennessee. Freshman guard from the Webb School over in Bell Buckle has declared for the 2021 NBA draft and will um, retain representation. So he's gone and won't be back along with Jaden Springer, who announced about a week and a half ago. If you missed any part of today's show, sm-tnsports.com. The podcast tab is available for you. Make sure to get the drop-down menu, prep sports day, hour two podcast, all available for you. Uh, Also on Facebook. We'll be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. on uh, WKOM 1017 FM. For Coach Mike and Mo Patton, I'm Chris Yow saying have a great day and stay cool, Columbia.